0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant family The Friday extravaganza. You're listening to us on the on 106.1 FM on your radio dial. Of course, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app on your digital media. Also, Nash FM 106.1, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor is our home base, but uh, we're on all podcasting platforms. And, of course, don't forget our social media platforms, where you can catch the latest uh, Inside New Orleans Sports. uh, At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Speaking of uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, hey, check us out tonight at uh, 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Sean Vizan of Fox 8 Sports uh, did a great job uh, breaking down the Saints, LSU, uh, also talked about um, uh, college basketball. Uh, we talked Pelicans. So there's a lot uh, that, that uh, was involved in that show. As always, Sean Vazan, knocking it out the park. Check us out uh, on, on the uh, small screen or, again, at, at your leisure on digital media, uh, whether you go to the WLE TV YouTube page, uh, you go to my website, ericasher.com, or, again, our social media platforms. On the program today, Mike Vazan, uh, father of Sean Vazan, will join us uh, at around 4.15. Uh, and, of course, that uh, he is uh, with Hot Off the Bench podcast with uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig and, of course, his own podcast, Santa Football Podcast and blog. Christopher Dotson of Forbes will join us at 515, and uh, we'll talk Pels with him. Pels on a three-game win streak, take on Utah tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Big game, litmus test for this team tonight. Uh, I'm not saying that again. Phoenix is leading the West. It wasn't, again, a big victory. It was. CB3 was not there. Uh, the Lakers, again, mailed it in, even though, again, A.D. was not on the court. Um, and, again, but another victory, another big victory. And then, of course, uh, blowing out Sacramento at home on Wednesday night. But this is, a, this is a big game against a team they've had problems with in the past. Uh, so looking forward to seeing the Pels, again, continue their winning streak tonight against Utah. 20 games left in the season for the New Orleans Pelicans as they make a run. And, look, I talked about it previously just, just, a, just a gut, and maybe look, I hate to even say it because I don't want to put the whammy on the team, but it just feels like, again, a little bit of like Phoenix a few years ago where they kind of caught fire, and then, again, the, you know they, they made a, 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 a splash in the bubble, and then, ultimately, the following year is, again, they really, again, got, got it together and, and made a run for an NBA championship, so I'm not saying the Pels are that close, I'm saying the Pels are playing the best basketball of the season right now, and uh, hopefully that can continue. And tonight is a big one. Tonight is a big one because uh, this is a team that, uh, like I said, traditionally gives them problems, but is also you know, jockeying for a playoff spot out in the West as well. Um, don't forget, again, our good friends over at uh, William Grant. So blessed to have William Grant as our title sponsor here on the program. Uh, the fine spirits of William Grant. And, and never more today uh, than, again, you should reach for a William Grant product. I've talked about it before, Henry's Gin, uh, 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 Rekha Vodka, and, and, of course, uh, some of the other spirits. But I want to concentrate really on Rekha today. A lot of people have um, decided that they are not going to be able to, uh, to uh, drink Russian vodka anymore. There's never been a better time to try Rekha Never been a better time. Made, from, made in Iceland, okay, um, small batches. Uh, the Icelandic water is the purest water in the world. Uh, and, of course, this vodka is like un- a vodka uh, uh, unlike any other vodka on the market right now. So a lot of people, again, pouring out their Russian vodka. A lot of people out there, again, have decided uh, because of the um, uh, the war in, in, in Ukraine uh, that, uh, that, again, they're, they're not going to buy Russian products anymore, uh, which is a good thing. Buy American. But, again, in this case, buy Icelandic, uh, Reykjavakas. Uh, you will love Rekha You will taste the difference, and especially if you're a vodka drinker, there's no better time to be able to partake uh, in, in a bottle uh, of, of Rekha Vodka. Also, again, uh, another spirit that we'll be partaking in around these parts and around the country. Over the next uh, couple weeks, what, 13 days away from St. Patrick's Day? Don't forget about Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Been telling you about Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey for a long, long time. Uh, supposedly there's supply chain issues with some of the other Irish whiskeys out there. A perfect time for you to reach for a bottle uh, of Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And, and again, taste the difference. Taste what the Irish drink. Of course, an all-star lineup of scotches for you. Uh, Glenfini Scotts Whiskey, the Balvini Scotts Whiskey, Grants Blended Scotts Whiskey. Don't forget about Sailor Jerry Rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation, www.gottartroops.org. Uh, uh, www. got you can um, uh, give directly uh, to the Gott the God Foundation, or, again, you can buy a bottle of of Sailor Jerry Rum, taking care of those who have served, uh, again, uh, with valor for us. Uh, we're talking about retired military members, active military members, and their family can partake uh, in, in, in this uh, uh, financial aid, uh, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, necessary home repairs. If you know a veteran or a family of a veteran or active military that needs help, Steer them toward the the God Foundation, www.godourtroupes.org, over $200,000 in financial aid given since 2012, and that is climbing. Uh, They're there with that Military Family Assistance Fund uh, to be able to help those that, again, have served us with valor. All right, um, also, again, don't forget, when you talk about the portfolio of William Grant, Monkey Shoulders, another one of our Scotches, You've got a fistful of bourbon and Hudson bourbon whiskey. Uh, both of those uh, are, again, quality bourbons, outstanding bourbons at a great price point for you. Again, reach for a William Grant product. Uh, remember, Rekavaka when you head out to the spirit store. Uh, demand, again, uh, Rekavaka and also, again, Tullamore Irish whiskey. Two spirits that I'm going to highlight today on, on the program. All right. A uh, lot to talk about today. Again, we're well, the Pell's taking on Utah tonight. Uh, the combine is going on in Indianapolis. The quarterbacks, wide receivers, and uh, tight ends went yesterday. Um, well, we'll talk about that and so much more with with again Mike Vazan of uh, Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Visan Football Podcast. Mike, welcome to the show. How you doing today, my brother?
1: Eric, my brother. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Doing
0: great, Mike. Beautiful day in Old New Orleans, isn't it?
1: Oh Lord, yeah. It was such a it's a spectacular day. How do you like that?
0: Uh, that that was that's that's pretty good. That you you won up to me on that. Well, I mean, hey, man, I gotta keep you on your toes, my boy. Always, always, always. <laughs> so so much to talk about. Um, why don't we start with the New Orleans Saints? Uh, both uh, Mickey Loomis and Dennis Allen at the uh, combine. Uh, Mickey spoke to the uh, to the media yesterday. Dennis Allen today. Uh, the big question mark now is as they continue to get under the cap. Look, they could pretty much get under the cap just by reworking Marshawn Lattimore's uh, deal at this point. They're about $33 million over the cap. Uh, working, uh, Doing Lattimore's deal, they can almost get it completely under. Uh, so, again, as I've been saying, as you know, uh, Mickey Loomis has these safety valves already put, put in place in, in, in the uh, contracts that he signs with his, uh, with, with his, with his players. And, and ultimately, there was never any doubt that the, that the Saints would get under the cap and have money to spend. But the big question mark going into this is going to be the quarterback position. Mickey Loomis said yesterday that, again, that, he, that, again, that the Saints are open to a return of, of Jameis Winston, and he's hoping that Jameis Winston is open to a return here in New Orleans. Uh, it looks as though, again, that Rodgers is going to sign a, a short-term, uh, very lucrative deal with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, there's, a, there's a feeling now in Seattle that Russell Wilson is going nowhere. Uh, You like Jimmy Garoppolo's coming off a shoulder surgery, will not be even ready until training camp, so you don't know again. And that's his throwing shoulder. Um, So all of a sudden, that pot of veteran quarterbacks that everybody's been talking about is is simmering down to, again, just a very few. And there could quite frankly be a market for Jameis Winston when it's all said and done. But, again, it looks like, again, what we've been talking about, Jameis Winston, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, and maybe going out and getting a quarterback in the draft to be to, to be again the, the the quarterback of the future, based on what you've heard this week, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, I mean, we're pretty much where we've been the whole time. I mean, I never really thought there was a chance to get Aaron Rodgers, maybe Russell Wilson, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, and an outside shot of Derek Carr because of the connection that. Um, Dennis Allen drafted him when they went in Oakland, but I think the plan all along was to monitor Jameis Winston's uh, progress. Looks like he's right on track; he's right on schedule. I wish he would quit putting out those videos because they're—I mean, yesterday or the day before he got a video of himself running on an anti-gravity treadmill. It tells you nothing; it doesn't tell you anything. But. He is coming along. I think he's on schedule. By, by training camp, I think he'd be ready to go. So it's a couple months away. But um, I think if they had their druthers, they would like to hold on to Jameis Winston that they can uh, come up with a, with a deal. And it's whether or not Jameis is willing to uh, negotiate without having any leverage as far as another team coming after him. So. Uh, I don't know what the deal is with Pittsburgh. I heard there's a chance he may end up there. But, um,
2: you know, I I
1: don't know. I think Pittsburgh actually would be a good landing spot for him. But, um, you know, I would prefer he stayed here because out of doing all of that or drafting a quarterback and trying to plug him in, I would not want to do that. So I wouldn't mind keeping Jameis, drafting a quarterback possibly, if you really love a guy in this draft.
0: And
1: then
0: just go from there. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen with the cap. I mentioned Marshawn Lattimore. Obviously, Cam Jordan is, is a candidate. Alvin Kamara, David Onyemata. They've already reworked the contracts for uh, Michael Thomas, Ramshack, and also Pete. Toronto Armstead, if they don't re-sign him, has a $13 million dead money hit. Uh, Taysom Hill is also on on on, on the uh uh, on the is uh, a possibility of reworking his deal. Malcolm Jenkins, Demario Davis, there are plenty of guys they can go to to create cap space if they choose to be able to go that far down the roster. There's been a lot of talk of Bradley Roby maybe being cut, uh, because of the savings. They'll get about $2 million in savings. Uh, th- this year, of course, uh, they got seven, about almost $8 million in, in um, uh, I'm sorry, they, they've got, um, yeah, they get about $2 million in savings if, if they if they if they cut him. Uh, so, um, uh, It'll be interesting to see, again, how that plays out. I don't know if I want to get rid of Bradley Roby, to be honest with you, just for that cap hit unless they're, they're really desperate. Because, again, you can never have too many good corners, and he's a starting corner in the NFL. Uh, but as far as, again, the, the, the Saints go, uh, I got a feeling, I mean, I got to figure, again, 14th through the 16th is the um, legal tampering period. All teams have to be under the cap by, by, by March the 16th. Again, that's just right around the corner. Saints will have that done, and then it comes down to, again, who they're going to target. Mike, I've talked about it over the last few weeks. I'd love to see him go after him, Leonard Fournette, Chris, uh, uh, also uh, uh, Godwin, Chris Godwin of, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, even an O.J. Howard. But um, Mickey Loomis said something this week that they would be targeting mid-level to lower-level free agents going forward. That doesn't qualify for a guy like Fournette or, or, or again, Godwin, when you start looking again what they're going to get on the open market.
1: No, I mean, it's kind of what the Saints do anyway. I mean, they always go for that mid- to low-level free agent, and they've done well with them. Uh, You know, upon the linebacker a few years, uh, I don't know if if, if Manuel Sanders Sanders would qualify as a mid-level. I guess he would.
0: He but would. I would agree with that. Really, yep. he,
1: yeah, he did really well. You know, when they go out to the big-ticket guys is when they always get burned. You know, the Jarrah's birds point. of the world. And, uh, you know, signing uh, Junior Gallet. you know. So I think they like to play it safe and bring in some free agents, maybe supply some depth, and, uh, and you know, try to get some good – picks in the draft and it, it you know it's been working for him it's not like it hasn't worked so you know this whole buzzword of continuity since John Payton retired or resigned uh, you know it just keeps I guess with that theme you know they're gonna keep doing right. what they've been doing and not get crazy in free agency I think they learn a lesson a big lesson Jarvis Bird, that incident all together and I think they kind of uh, they kind of gun shy with that. But I will say yeah, Samari Cooper's going to be cut from Dallas. Now he's yep. got a high price tag. He's not going to get the twenty million he was owed from Dallas. I don't know how mm-hmm. that cap situation works with him. But well, it they twenty nine
0: million dollars, and they, they would cost him twenty nine million dollars against the cap if they held on to him. I don't know what the dead cap money is going to be exactly. uh, on, on him, but he's done. From so when we, uh, look, he's a nice route runner too. I have no problem with a guy like that along with a Michael Thomas Boy, uh, to, to work the that. middle of the field. Huh. Would
1: I love to see him opposite Michael Thomas a healthy Michael Thomas? All of a sudden, a Jameis Winston thinks, hmm, let's see, I have Kamara for whatever he's going to have this season, and then a, an Amari Cooper type, and a healthy Michael Thomas. Huh. That's pretty interesting. You don't forget there's some good tight ends out there that you can get at a pretty good price as well in free agency. So I think a lot of that, you know, it kind of, you know, one thing leads to the other. If you can get, a, if you can bring in a wide receiver, it makes it more uh, appealing to a quarterback like Winston or something to maybe not go looking around and stay home, you know, especially since he's coming off the ACL.
0: Mike, I'm with you. I think they need a veteran wide receiver, and they need to draft a wide receiver. They need to draft that wide receiver high. Now, we saw some ridiculous times hmm. last night. Uh, you know, with the wide receivers. I mean, they they, they just – I don't know if the service is getting better or, or the receivers are getting faster, but, uh, again, just some ridiculous times. So, they're, they're, again, once again – and I think this is kind of the tail of the tape, right? It seems like every single year now uh, the wide receiver crop gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Um, you'd like to see him go get one of those top wide receivers, but, again, there could be a possibility that that quarterback may be looming. I know you haven't finished your mock draft yet, but if no, you look at the wide started. receiver position as opposed to the quarterback position, talk about that first-round pick. What direction you think they may go?
1: Well, I'm, to me, I wait and see what happens in free agency before I do my mock draft because that that can change. You know, yet why you see a lot of mock drafts? Sure. You know, to second and third revisions because oh wait, they drafted that guy, so I don't really need to pick him. So um, I usually wait, and I, I think. Um, it's going to be a good barometer. It's a deep, you know, it's so tempting to grab one of them speed burners with with the 18th pick, which one of them will probably drop to you. But it's a deep, you know, every draft now is deep at wide receivers because of the, the way college football is played now. And uh, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to spend the top 20 pick on a guy. But it's nice to have a great, if you can grab one, to have that fifth year option that you get on a, a first-round pick as well. So it's kind of a, you know, it's just up to the team, I guess, to decide which direction they want to go. So, um, and I think a lot of that, too, has to do with how, what they do with free agency um, about, how, you know, how they approach the draft. So, right. Um, but as far as I'm concerned right now, all things being considered, I, I love drafting a wide receiver. With an 18 pick or higher, 18th pick or higher, because uh, those guys are um, franchise makers. I mean, they can really turn it around because of today's offense is the way you can, uh, a, DB, a, a wide receiver doesn't have to worry about going over the middle anymore and, you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, um, you know, it'd be worth its weight as a number one pick.
0: But, you look at the, the quarter. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, Biggie, what was the
0: question I was going to say look at the quarterback position right now um you know how do they feel about the quarterback crop is the is 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 the big question, okay? Uh, how do they rate that crop uh, and then of course you know they're looking forward too right? they're looking at next year's crop the year after that yeah. before they when they make these decisions, so you know what they may think may be a weak crop this year may be a strong crop next year of course again, you don't you may not be picking eighteen again, at least you hope you're not you hope you're, pick, you're yeah, picking picking in not. the twenties and the thirties right. Yeah, right, uh, exactly. But it'll be interesting to see, again, how that plays out. To me, you need a wide receiver no matter what, whether you go out and get veteran wide receivers or not. You have to develop another young wide receiver on, on this roster and a guy that can come in and make an instant impact for you. The big question is going to be Toronto Armstead. $13 million in dead money. Do you pay Teron Armstead knowing that, again, you're going to get, you know, he's going to play through injury, but he's often injured, and he's going to miss games. And there may be a team out there that's willing to dangle some big-time money like a Cincinnati at him. Uh, that 13 million yeah. dead money to swallow is going to be hard to swallow for this team. You know, again, you're getting under the cap, and all of a sudden, again, you have to eat 13 more million. Uh, and then, of course, does it become a priority in the draft to be able to draft a tackle? Not necessarily a left tackle, but maybe a right tackle. Landon Young again was a guy they got at Kentucky last year. They got Hurst, who has been a kind of a guy that can play multiple positions, but they've had him at the right tackle position. You know, they're moving Ranchat to left tackle at that point. Um, you know, how critical then does that become? Look, we need to, to be able to draft a tackle opposite uh, Ryan Ramchick, uh somebody that can be there for the next 10 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, the, the thing with Armstead is the Saints have been conditioned to not expect him to play a, a whole season, so they have guys on the ready for when he goes down, and it really doesn't affect them. As badly as you may think. I mean, I would love for somebody to go back and look at the stats of when he's in and when he's not in, as far as, you know, quarterback getting sacked, coming off that corner. And, um, I mean, do you want to spend a, a huge amount of money on him? I don't know. I mean, the Saints may value him that much and go ahead and pull a trigger on him. And he's a locker room guy. He's a long time guy there, and he carries some weight in that respect. But, um, you know, that would be a tough call. But, I mean, all things being equal, I would try to sign him and keep him, but if if he if he couldn't, it wouldn't be the end of the world, I guess, and as far as Cincinnati yeah, they needed they could use him, but they better worry about getting showing up the inside of that line of scrimmage. They need guards mm-hmm. and centers <laughs> yeah. that's what that's how they lost the Super Bowl. I mean those guys are coming up the middle, the guy from alabama uh, the – uh the great defensive tackle for the Rams. I mean, mm-hmm. they were just murdering them up the middle, and even Von Miller was getting sacks off of stunts. And the guards and the centers were lost for Cincinnati. But um, I digressed a little bit. But oh, I um, agree with
0: you. I think I think uh-huh. they're going after they're retooling their offensive line. I think you know, they the, had to the,
1: get help the, in the middle for sure. I, I, I think and I think I it's going to be veteran
0: and that. also yeah. guys that, that are rookies coming in. I think they're, they're, that's going to be their focus. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but as far as the Saints, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, I would love to be able to keep Teron off. But I, I, to me, now, I mean, they've only been piece, you know, patchworking it and piecemealing it in, in, until let's just ride these couple games out until we get Teron back and then we don't have to worry about it. So it's a big difference between putting a guy at left tackle for just a couple of games where you can, you can work around that than having somebody – an entire season, and if he's subpar, because sooner or later, you know, defensive coordinators are going to sure. exploit that. Right. So, um, you know, it's it's a tough call, but uh, he, I think if, you know, I think he would definitely be somebody I would try to keep.
0: Right. It's it maybe come down to a decision between Marcus Williams and Teron Armstead. What direction yeah. do
1: you go? Ooh, that's a tough decision. I mean, what do you do? I mean, uh, I think I would go... I would try to keep onstead. On I mean, Marcus Williams is a nice playmaker back there, but I mean, we both said, I mean, he's, he's he goes through some spurts where you're like, what is this guy doing? You know, escorting guys to the goal line and stuff like that. And he has some mental lapses that are just, you know, head-scratching. He's a good playmaker. I mean, he's got great range of safety. He can catch the sure ball does. when it, right. you know, he can make a play on a ball. Just can't tackle. <laughs> he can't. He's not a good. He's not a real physical guy.
0: No, but but I mean, again, that know. safety position is not a physical position anymore. I mean, <laughs> I posted some Tommy and I know you saw it, Tommy Myers uh, pictures on on Facebook this week, right? Come on, Brian, now um,
1: you're you going out to my heart with that one. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I
0: mean that, that safety doesn't exist anymore. Full of
1: my on the Myers. Uh,
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell I, mean, yeah. I mean, guys, now are they're, they're ranging. Um, uh, they they they've, they got an opportunity to go sideline to sideline. They catch the football, uh, but because of the rules, you just can't lay a lick on a guy like you used to. What uh, but you still have to be a sure tackler at the safety position.
1: Yeah, I mean, you need a free safety to come up and be able to and run and run support as well. But but I mean, I'm just thinking about go back to the Forty ers game a couple years ago on fourth and two when uh Kittles catches the ball, which okay, fine, you gave up you gave up that two yard play, but you don't he, he's he he's almost like piggyback riding Kittles down the sideline that game. It's just I mean it's insane the way um things turn out when he's <laughs> trying to make a play against a physical player. Uh but um but you can't deny his ball skills. But I tell you what, Eric Saints have had some pretty good. You go back in their whole history of the Saints. Oh yeah, and they've had some good safeties. When you're talking about Myers, who's maybe my top ten all-time favorite Saint player, uh, as you can attest, going when we used to be on oh, Bourbon yeah. Street, mm-hmm. on the um, <laughs> <laughs> after a few uh, after a few hurricanes, but um, no, uh, and uh, Dave Witzel, right.
0: I mean, you go, the long line of, of really good safeties.
1: Absolutely, Sam. Uh, you know, a, b- a bunch of them. So, yep. Um, ugh, you can draft one. You can maybe move cd Dus to free safety. You know, whatever. If you lose Marcus Williams,
0: so or, or, or again like P.J. Williams. But I'm going to say right now, Mike. P.J. Williams. I think yeah, we're we're we're, really we're in a different place now. Dennis Allen is the head coach, yeah. and I think he's going to be more of leaning to keep my defense intact. Right. Yeah. then maybe, yeah. again, like what it was before where uh, up until just recently, uh, Peyton was always, again, adding to the offense. It's only, again, within the last few years where he realized, look, I can't win unless I upgrade this defense. Right. But we've seen, again, an emphasis on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, uh, I, I, think it's a t- look, it, I think it's a tough choice for the Saints. Now, it's not for me because I would go with Teron Armstead, okay? Yeah. Uh, and and, yeah, and let Williams too. go. I
1: would too, Biggie. And i tell you what, any defensive coach would tell you, you know, a really, really one of my top best friends on my defense, if I can have a good offensive line that can help run block and control clock and keep my set, my defense on the bench rested. So, I mean, he may be a defensive-minded coach. Well, he is a defensive-minded coach, but, he, he, you know, he can't just think of that side of the ball anymore. He's the coach of the whole entire team, and True. if you're a defensive coach and your offensive line isn't producing, and your team's going three and out, and your defensive squad keeps getting on that field every fourth play or fifth play, then you're like, huh, um, you know, this is not helping us. So you got to yeah. have, you got to be strong on offensive line. Of course, I mean that's just that's just football one on one. So I mean I'm going if look, if it's between an offensive lineman and a free safety and an offensive lineman that's like pro bowl, pro all pro right. potential, I'm going with the offensive lineman.
0: Me too. I'm sorry, I, I mean too. I like
1: I think he's a nice player, Marcus Williams, but I think a safety's a safety when it when it boils down to it, you know.
0: Uh, we both 100% agree. All right, got to take a break. We come back. We'll talk some Pels. We'll get into some LSU. Also, talk, talk some college basketball as well as, again, um, uh, college baseball. We'll try to get all of it in the, in the next half hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It's the William Grant family. It's still a fry stravaganza. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Yeah, even the weekends, they're working. That's right, A.C. goes down. you got the heater you're going to be utilizing again next week. Uh, again, Burkhart can be there for you. You look, again, your, your generator, you're getting your generator uh, ready because, again, hurricane season is right around the corner. Give them a call. Fifteen trucks to the field, 30-minute curves to go before they come to your home or your business. And, yes, after-hour service as well. Uh, Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry. More importantly, a company you can trust. It's Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
3: New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon.
4: This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed. Because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Find your next great hire visiting Indeed.com credit.
2: Delays are steady on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Clearview and delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from Orleans to Canal and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Causeway to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from Elysian Fields to the 10-610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, look out for delays from Lafayette Street to Terry Parkway. Also, if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, delays are steady from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, delays are solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. If you're traveling 310 on the southbound side, delays are solid from before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And also be mindful of accidents canal near North Solomon also look out for an accident esplanade at Frenchman I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner traffic center
5: on the east bank and west bank from the lake to the gulf the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe some are on the beat others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers your community's calling
0: Beat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night. Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday night's hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sports Beat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Beat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, and that means they keep the product on hand so when your A.C. breaks, they've got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you could save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1 800 Progressive. It is the William Grant family that still this Friday extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Don't forget about Reka Vodka, a product of Iceland made with Icelandic water. Uh, small batch vodka that is, again, was, uh, some of the best vodka on the market. If you were boycotting Russian vodka, if you poured every single uh, um, Every single drop of Russian vodka out and out. And, again, you're looking for another go-to vodka. Think Rekha Vodka. And, of course, 13 days away from St. Patrick's Day and, of course, the St. Patrick's Celebration next weekend, parades in Metairie. Of course, Telemore Do Irish Whiskey. Reach for, again, with the Irish drink. That's Telemore Irish Whiskey, part of the portfolio of William Grant. Mike Lezano of Hot Off the Bench Podcast, Lezanoff Football Podcast and Blog is our guest. Zende Pelicans coming out the uh, all-Star break uh, playing very, very good basketball right now. Um, they're 26 and 36. They're six and four uh, in, in their last 10. Uh, they're, they're a game out of the uh, uh, they're in the tenth slot. They're a game now out of the uh, ninth slot with the Lakers on a free um, uh They've beaten the the, the Phoenix Suns without uh, without CP3, the Lakers without Anthony Davis, and then the, and then the Kings on, on uh, Wednesday uh, here in New Orleans. Those other two on the road uh, uh, to, again, get to a point where, again, they've got three in a row. Utah comes to town tonight uh, to take on, on on the Pels in a big game, in, a, in really a litmus test game, to be able to see, again, how far this team has really come, because this is a team that traditionally they've had issues with. Uh, your thoughts on the Pels post-All-Star break?
1: No, I mean, he said it all. If gave me a point, um, unbelievably uh, great basketball right now for them. I mean, uh, obviously the addition of McCollum's help, Brand- he and Brandon Ingram have figured out how to, you know, coexist. And, uh, you know, yeah, they they beat teams that are poor but uh, and without their best players, but they beat them. It's not like they squeaked by or they they got beat. I mean, last year they were losing the teams that were tanking <laughs> at the end of the toward the end of the season, or even you know in January, February. But I like the way they're playing ball down. I love the fact that this game is home tonight. And I remember when the Jazz were here and they'd have a big home game on a Friday night. Man, that dome that was rocking. So I'm hoping the Smoothie King Center will be rocking tonight.
0: I just hope they're not wearing those traditional New Orleans uh, Jazz uniforms tonight.
1: Oh, to hell with them!
0: They, <laughs> they, you know what? I mean, wear the Mountain uniforms, okay? Where? Uh, wear your alternative uniforms. Do not wear those again. Traditional New Orleans Jazz uniforms. That that again. That makes me want to hurl every time I see that.
1: You know that. You know. You know. It, it sticks in my craw too, and I never forget. Uh, Bob Costas said the greatest name in sports is the New Orleans Jazz. And uh, he was right. And he's still right. Yep. Utah Jazz just sounds dumb. Who's the Utah Jazz? What is Utah Jazz? How does that even go together? So, they bet not go in the, the, uh, the old purple, oh. green, and gold uh, with the Jazz note on the trumpet with, with the quarter the note,
0: yeah. Uh, that is the most... The note, again. Yeah. Like, if 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 there, I like watching basketball. Okay, but I'm telling you right now, if they play, and, and they have those jerseys on, I, I I move on. I move on to something else. I watch. never watch. I don't watch. Okay, I we don't, don't say Jazz on. We don't say Utah Jazz on this program. We never have. Okay, no. going back to when we did Sports rap. Uh Again, that's just something that that we don't Ooh. we we don't do. Uh, no. You know that belongs here. That was born here. Uh, and, and again, uh, they, they had an opportunity to get it back when. Uh, when George Shin moved the uh, moved the the Hornets to New Orleans, but again, as he was nothing but cheap, cash poor, and wasn't willing to make the deal, and ultimately, again, they've had that from that that nickname now for generations there. But uh, it's frustrating to be able to watch, and it's still, yeah. still today for for uh, somebody that grew up watching the again the New Orleans Jazz, and there are a lot of people out there that still feel the same way.
1: Well, I mean, look, I mean, I, I feel bad for the for the people who weren't around then because. It was it was such an event to go to a jazz game. People I mean, you tell people about it, like, what are you talking about? And I mean, it's fun now to go to Pell's game with the music and the and all the uh the little side shows they have going on, but uh dude, there was just nothing like it. It's hard to describe like unless it. you were there. With the Dixieland with the Dixie jazz band, with the lady with yep. the umbrella and with mm-hmm. You know, the guy with the hat, that used to spin his hat and stuff. I mean, it was crazy.
0: It was good stuff. It, it was an event. And, and then, again, yeah. you got treated to what, what might have been one of the greatest eras in, in professional basketball with, again, some of the all-time greats. Okay, And you saw those oh, a lot of those guys in the top 75 team. And, and then on yeah. top of that, Maravich every night did something that just, again, was something that you went home and, and you talked about for days.
1: Oh, we won a basketball card trying to do it. And, right. uh,
0: right. But you're right.
1: I mean, one, one, one night you'd have Jabbar in town. Another night you'll have the Celtics with John Havlicek. And right. then you'd have, Frazier uh,
4: the, the Bullet <laughs> with the Knicks,
1: uh, Wes Unseld, and,
4: right.
1: And, uh, uh, Bob Hayes. I mean, my God. Even when the Hawks came, they had John Drew. I mean, right. Whatever. But yeah, Houston had, uh, um, uh, what was the the, the guard, Calvin Murphy and Rudy T. Oh, man, look, come on. Come on, man. It was fun. It was so much it fun. It was.
0: And you wouldn't and think that so the Dome would be a great place to watch a game, but the way they had it configured, uh, yes, it was cavernous, but, again, it was a great place to watch a game. Uh, uh, during that time, and of course, for for us as, as again young guys, you know, in our teens, we always found a way to get down to the floor seats, which which was always, you know, again uh, having having an opportunity to get, to buy tickets for a dollar fifty from Shoottown, and as as again we hear people of of, of our age, right, always yeah. talking about everybody did it, everybody again went down because it was such a big building, uh, but uh, yeah, I, look, I digress. Pelicans are playing really good ball right now. Right. C.J. McCollum is, is again acclimated himself. Uh, and really gone out of his way to try to make sure that, again, not just as a scorer but as a facilitator is getting guys involved. Him and Ingram seem to be, again, in lockstep, which means a lot. Um, uh, I think Willie Green has figured out his uh, his rotation now, and this team is playing really good basketball. I don't think this is a fluke here. I really don't, Mike. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say it right now, I expect them to win tonight. I expect them to beat Utah. Look, it's tough. You know, Gobert has always been a problem for this team. But I expect them to win tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Hopefully, there'll be a nice crowd. Uh, Yeah, I think. uh, Oh
1: man, I think uh, if they can't beat them tonight, at least look. Let's let's show that we can play with the big boys. And you know, it's great beating the bottom feeders and, and really, you know, beating them badly. But this is a challenge. I think they all know it. It's at home. Hopefully, the Smoothie King's rocking. Uh, But um, you think they're going to beat them? Uh, I I would love to see it. Um, My heart tells me, yeah, I think they can beat them. I think Mm -hmm. they can beat them, but I just want to see them do it. You know, we all need to see them, you know, take the next step. And McCollum, he's coming and embrace the whole franchise, the city, the whole thing. It's not like other guys who were his his caliber of player. You always had the sense that they were looking for a way out i mean uh when when Gordon was here, he was miserable, right uh, you know and other guys and, and but this but, but Colin's like, no man, he, it's like he he's uh, embracing it and uh and, and um you know, and the team's following his lead. he's a great leader.
0: LSU's got a huge game on Saturday against Alabama. They've been in a free-for-all, a free-fall 20-10 now, 8-9, 76-76 uh, losers to, to Arkansas. They're now eighth in the SEC. They're still, uh, as far as bracketology goes, the sixth or seventh seed. Uh, but, uh, again, losing to Alabama at home may, again, uh, drop them uh, in, in the NCAA possibility of getting into the tournament. Talk about this game on, on Saturday, which is huge. It is
1: big. I mean, they had Arkansas beat. I mean, if they win that game, they're in no matter what happens against Alabama. You go to Arkansas in March and you beat them on their floor with that crowd, uh, You know, then you're in, especially with, you know, even with a few other close calls they've had. The Arkansas game was an abomination of officiating on both sides of the ball. I'm not just saying because LSU got Mm – the raw end of the deal toward the end of the game, which I think they did. And, and then also with those crazy offensive fouls, these charging calls that, I don't know, when I was growing up, if a guy leaves the floor and then you slide under, that's a right. block. Now, I don't know what it is now. I guess it's just whatever. It seemed to me the referees got intimidated by the crowd, and they love to hear at-home crowd, they love to hear the, the crowd's reaction when an offensive fouls call against the opposing team. I don't know if that's as basic as that, but it's just, are they just incompetent? You know, the last play of the game, when they called a foul, I mean, you don't call a foul there. I mean, unless it's an obvious foul. First mm-hmm. of all, the guy walked. He right. Was up, we to call it up and down, but he left his, his, his he, both feet came off the floor. His pivot foot came off. And the guy, I guess, Wil, uh it was Wilkinson, he fouled him, but, I mean, way out there, 40 feet from the goal. I mean, he was just, I don't know. Bad luck for LSU, and then um, you know, so they lose. But they, they They led the whole second half, except at the end of the game, which was uh right. heartbreaking.
0: Heartbreaking. Yep, no doubt. Um, so UNO seventeen. UNO seventeen and eleven, ten and three. They're in second place behind Nichols. They play on Saturday on the Bayou. Huge game. Uh, they could literally fall out of the uh, out of the uh, the the double bye if if they lose to Nichols. So again, this is a must win for them. Uh, again, Tulane big win the other night. Thirteen and thirteen now they moved into fourth place. Ten and seven within the American. They got to keep winning again. They'll get that double bye as well. And we know that Loyola uh, will will start their trek toward again. They're the number one seed in NAIA toward an NAIA championship next week at uh, at Devon Fieldhouse. Uh, again, thirty one and one, seventeen and one. Uh, they're ranked second in the NAIA, but again first in in, in the seeding in the tournament. So, Mike. Pretty good basketball being played right now collegiately here in New Orleans.
1: Oh, no doubt about it. It's a, it reminds me back when we were, uh, what was it, in the 80s, Biggie, when all yep. the teams were good. LSU, oh, Louisiana Tech, Tulane, UNO, Southwest Louisiana back then. Uh, I mean, you know, everybody was good. But uh, um, just exciting to see it again. Basketball, it's been a while since it's it's meant something. In Louisiana at this time of the year, so it's just great to have all all the teams involved.
0: And, no no uh, doubt know, about
1: it, still in it this late in the year.
0: And look, having a chance to go to the dance, you know, I mean the big dance. Yeah. I mean, UNO wins on on Saturday. They're they're at least a and of an NIT bid. Uh, but then they got again. It's a lot easier to get through the tournament if you got the, you've got the double buy here, and then of course the same thing with, with Tulane again. staying getting in that fourth place that gives them a shot here now, not having to go through again the you know through the starting the tournament, having to work your way through. Now look, it's a little tough situation. You know they have some really good teams in the American right now, uh, but uh, uh, and for LSU, you know you got to win or you got to start winning. You got to win some you win some games in the SEC tournament. Um, so we'll see how it kind of plays out. Mike, tell the folks about. Uh your blog, uh, the 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 uh, podcast, and of course the podcast with with uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig, uh, and of course how folks can follow you on social media. Sure,
1: for that on football blog, uh, my mock draft will be coming out soon. Um, I say soon, but you know, in in a timely fashion.
0: After free um, agency really gets rolling, yeah. Right? After free agency, which I think yeah. I, is smart. I mean, why yeah. why do these. Mock drafts. Even Sean said it on the TV show the other day. I don't do a mock draft till after free agency is kicks yeah. off because again the Saints are filling holes in free agency. Smart right. move. Well, I mean you know like father like son I guess. Chip but, off the old uh, block. Yeah,
1: uh, Susanna football on the anchor app, and uh, how Off the bench? Scott Craig and myself on the podcast app. And they're all they all can be. Found on Spotify, and you know, in Anchor's case, I mean, they're all over there on every platform you can imagine.
0: No doubt, you no know doubt that, Diggy. I'm right there with you, brother. I'm right what? there. I've reached. I'm. I'm. Re- I'm in the digital age now, and and going to be moving even further than the digital age as as this 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 show is going to evolve over the next six to eight months as well. Mike, always a pleasure. Always look forward to our conversation on a Friday. Have a great weekend, my friend.
1: You too, my brother. Always fun
0: at Michael Vazan on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about my friend Dave Mead over Dave Mead Insurance. I'm telling you right now, folks, it's not just because, you know, again, he's a sponsor of my programs. Dave calls me yesterday. E, what's going on with the supplemental insurance? Okay, what's going on with the claim? Oh, uh, you making any headway? Uh, well, you know, again, uh, let's talk about, again, the new insurance uh, 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 premium that, that again, that, that you were sent. I mean, just, you know, calling me to make sure that I'm okay, right? I mean, uh, how many of your insurance agents do that? I mean, out of the blue, okay, Um, 556-0809. That's 504-556-0809. You want to save, call Dave. It's the service after the sale. And, again, it is is the ability to be able to search 50 companies uh, to be able to get the best price for your insurance. dot com is his website. It's a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. And, of course, if you want to sit down with Dave, Go to his office on veterans next to Shogun. Uh, maybe you break some bread maybe you sit down and again have a consultation with him to find out again what's the best options for you whether you're a business person a homeowner whether you're looking for health insurance you're looking for car insurance it's a one-stop shop if you want to save call dave 504-556-0809 again the customer service is second to none second to none that's dave me insurance 556-0809 give him a call you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six o'clock. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if uh, if uh, again your AC breaks down over the weekend, they have um AI, they have and they have, uh, their technicians on call. Again, uh, they're for you, uh strategically set up around the around the uh, the metropolitan area so they can get to you quickly. Uh again, so don't even look. Don't get excited. Don't don't get upset. Uh just think ACPromise.com acpromise.com. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. We'll be right back. we
4: People come into Diamonds Direct and they can't believe what we brought to New Orleans. A totally new concept in jewelry shopping with wall-to-wall diamonds and designer rings at prices you never thought possible. But what people like here just as much is our after-the-sale added value. See, at Diamonds Direct, you will never pay to repair any jewelry purchased here. Never, ever. Repairs and maintenance are free. What other stores charge you for, Diamonds Direct gives you free. Ring sizing, free. Rhodium finish, free. New prongs, free. Appraisal, free. Need a No charge at Diamonds Direct. Even if you accidentally knock out an accent diamond, we will replace it at no charge. And while other jewelry stores require you to have your jewelry constantly inspected to keep a warranty intact, at Diamonds Direct, inspections are not required. Bottom line, we stand behind what we sell, so you can buy with total confidence. Diamonds Direct, New Orleans' direct diamond importer, where the best value price is just the beginning. In a beautiful showroom on Severn Avenue across from Lakeside Mall.
3: Celebrate Celebrate Fish Fry Fry Fridays each each week week during Lent. Lent. Restaurants across the New Orleans region are featuring seafood entrees to benefit hospitality cares. A partnership from the Louisiana Hospitality Foundation and United Way of Southeast Louisiana. Fish Fry Fridays features an array of Lenten seafood specials and raises funds to help hospitality workers. Sponsored by the New Orleans Fish House and Tabasco brand. Go online at fishfryfridays.org to see participating restaurants and their featured specials. That's fishfryfridays.org.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. It is the William Grant Famine. It still is Friday extravaganza. I want to thank Mike Rezanne for joining us for the program. Chris Dotson of uh, Forbes will be joining us just after the uh, top of the hour break. We'll talk some Pels with him. We're out early today because of UNO Baseball. We're out at 645. Don't forget, again, reach for a William Grant product. Specifically in these times, Reka, Reka Vodka. Icelandic vodka made, again, with the purest water in all the world. It's an incredible vodka. Uh, it'll Again, once you taste it once, it will be your go-to vodka. So, again, forget about the Russian products. Reach for, again, uh, Reka vodka, part of the portfolio of William Grant. And, of course with uh, St. Patrick's Day right around the corner. There's only one um, Irish whiskey you should be drinking. It's Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, established in 1829. Uh, again, uh, incredible uh, Irish whiskeys with the Irish drink. Get out there and enjoy William Grant product. William Grant, by f- proud sponsors of our Friday show. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until, until quarter to six. We'll be right back. Creole cuisine, in our dining rooms are beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in I have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my A.C. ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any A.C. system on the market. Burkart get your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. ACPromise.com and telemeric sent you.
3: What the truth! You can't handle the
2: truth!
0: You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me?
2: What we've got here is failure to communicate.
6: Stick to the truth, is what you're good at.
0: a 106.1 FM on your radio dial. If you're getting us via di- digital media, one, uh, you can check us out on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, on the World Wide Web at NASH FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors are home base. But we're on all podcasting platforms. We like to get that up about 20 minutes after the program ends for you. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports already on our social media platforms. If you want to check it out there if you're out of town. Maybe you don't get WLAE TV because you have uh, TV like myself. Uh, but, uh, nevertheless – uh, check us out tonight on uh, Pelican Sports Television at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock on LAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, uh, it was Sean of Fox 8 Sports, who did a spectacular job, as always, breaking down the Saints, the Pels, college basketball, all part of our conversation this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports Again, you can check that out also on the WLATV YouTube page as well as ericasher.com. Today's program brought to you by my good friends at the William Grant Family Distills, Independent Family distillers since 1887. A big shout-out to my good friend George Lauriana, our friends at Republic Beverage, who, again, make this uh, sponsorship possible. Uh, Henry's Jim Milago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market, and no hotter than Rekha Vodka right now. With so many people turning their backs, and rightly so, on Russian vodka, you may be looking for an alternative. I have one. One for you. Uh, again, uh, made Vodka is from Iceland, made in small batches with Icelandic water, the purest water uh, in, in, in all the world. Uh, you know, you talk about the massive glaciers, the sub, uh, subterranean volcanoes. Uh, again, it's all part of, again, lends itself to again, the, uh, the, the flavor profile of, again, uh, what is what has become one of the finest vodkas in all of the world. Again, it starts uh, with, with, again, the main ingredient, which is water. And uh, again, you're not going to get any more pure water than you're going to get from Iceland. Uh, you know, you've know, heard George come on the program where he's had a chance to go to the distillery in the past and talked about how clean the air is and how, again, how uh, the water and everything else uh, when having a chance to be able to go to Iceland. Uh, If you're looking for that alternative to, to again, Russian vodka, reach for Reka Vodka. Reka Vodka, uh, it'll be your go-to vodka from now on. Again, all part part of the uh, portfolio of William Grant. Also, tell them to do Irish whiskey. Uh, With St. Patrick's Day now, as we kind of move from Mardi Gras to St. Patrick's celebration, uh, parades, uh, also, again, uh, uh, the big St. Patrick's celebration that we have on St. Patrick's Day, what just uh, 13 days away. Uh, reach for Tullamore, do Irish whiskey. Established in, in again, uh, 1829. Uh, again, um, uh, legendary Irish whiskey, triple distilled. Uh, from the finest Irish whiskey on the market, forget about the other guys, and I, I understand they they got supply problems. We have no supply problems. You can go on and enjoy a bottle of Tullamore Dew Irish whiskey. So again, reach for Telemordu along with again the rest of the William Grant portfolio. When I'll start of up scotches, Glenfiddich scotch whiskey, the Balvenie scotch whiskey, Grant's blended scotch whiskey, Monkey Shoulder single malt, um, fistful of bourbon, bourbon whiskey, along with Hudson bourbon. Uh, when you talk about uh, um, the, the the rum portfolio, uh, the the Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum, and of course Sailor Jerry rum. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana. A portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation. They are helping out our military families. Uh, if, if, again, you've served in the military or, again, you're active in the military, your family, again, um, and, and is in need of help, whether it is living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premium, necessary home repairs, reach out to the God Foundation, www.godourtroops.org. They are there to help those that, again, have served for us. Um uh, over $200,000 in financial aid given to those families uh, since 2012 and growing, growing, okay? So give directly to the um, to the God Foundation, www.gotourtruth.org, or the easy way. Hey, you, you win both ways uh, by reaching for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, all part of the portfolio of William Grant, proud sponsors of our Friday show. All right, um, a lot going on. Obviously, again, the, the Pels tonight, we're going to be talking to Chris Dotson in, in about two minutes uh, about Pelicans who – or uh, uh, in in a three-game winning streak right now, coming out of the all-star break, playing the best basketball, I think, of of, of the year. Uh, But this is a, as I've said all all day long, this is a barometer game. This is a litmus test. You're going to find out how good you are with Utah coming into town tonight. And, uh, again, you beat Utah. uh, That is, again, uh, an opportunity for, for you to be able to, again, show those that are still doubting this team uh, that you've turned the corner with C.J. McCollum uh, being brought in, uh, you know Tony Snell. We haven't even seen Larry Nance Jr. yet. Who again, I can't wait to see him on the court. Uh, but this is a this is a big turnaround for this team. Yes, uh, they say Zion Williamson is healing up. Uh, whether we see him or not is going to be unknown going into the se- uh, going into the, the 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 last 20 games of the season. Who knows. All I want to know is, again, this team's playing really good basketball right now. Hopefully, again, the fans will get out to the Smoothie King Center and be able to see it. I mentioned it uh, with uh, Mike Vazan earlier. Uh, huge weekend for college basketball for all the home teams. Um, LSU taking on Alabama. Uh, almost again a must-win for the Tigers, who are 20 and 10, 8 and 9. Now they're eighth in the SEC. Uh, with, um, with again Tulane now at 500, 10 and 7 within their league. They moved in the fourth place. They got a whole serve there, right? Uh, so, again, they get that double bye within the conference tournament next week. UNO with a huge game against Nichols on Saturday. You'll hear it right here on on, um, on 106.1 FM. They're 10-3 and 3 in the conference. They're second place right now behind Nichols. But if they lose, they, they fall out of the, the opportunity to get the double bye, which means they got to work their way through the tournament. Plus, again, they lose the opportunity of, of winning the conference regular season uh, championship, which would qualify them for the NIT. So a big game uh, for two uh, for UNO, which is 17 and 11. Uh, uh, they got to beat Nichols. Uh, they, they, again, this is a must-win. Uh, after again uh, having one loss throughout most of the season and dropping the, again two of the last three uh, uh, with uh, with the privateers. Um, I don't think anybody can be prouder of Loyola. Uh, the, the city should be buzzing right now. Loyola 31 and one, 17 and one uh, in, in in their conference. Uh, number two overall in the NAIA, Uh, SSAC regular season and tournament champions. Uh, They are the number one seed in NAIA. They begin their trek to a championship next week at Devon. Uh, So, again, we'll be pulling for the Wolf Pack as far as college basketball goes. And then, of course, college baseball, um, was it now? This is the third third weekend of college baseball, so we're starting to get a, a little feel for what the, these teams are looking like. Whether it's U N O, LSU, Tulane, Southeastern, uh, you go throughout the Southland Conference, and in terms of, again, the baseball they're playing there. So we'll find out a little bit more about these teams again as we get into the third weekend of play here, uh, and of course uh, uh, the the uh, Combine continues to move on all the way through Monday uh, with an opportunity to see the young prospects. Obviously, the full complement of Saints Scouts, uh, also Mickey Loomis, as well as Dennis Allen, and the coaching staff there in in Indianapolis monitoring what's going on there. Uh, Remember, March 14th through the 16th is the legal tampering period for the NFL. Uh, All teams have to be under the cap by March the 16th when, again, uh, free agency begins. So, folks, it's right around the corner. I mean, it's right. we are 12 days away from, from free agency in the NFL. So uh, looking forward to that as well. All right, let's bring on, I, I think, a, a guy that's done a great job uh, in covering the New Orleans Pelicans uh, for Forbes magazine. Again, he not only covers, again, what's going on on the court, he talks about the business side uh, of the Pelicans as well. He's had some great scoops throughout his time here in New Orleans. Christopher Dotson joins us, uh, again, uh, from Forbes magazine. Chris, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for joining us.
6: Hey Eric, thanks
0: for having me on. Always good, Chris. Uh, just a, a, an incredible turnaround for this team. We saw them again starting to play well before the All Star break, and then came the trade for uh, uh, sending Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Lazada, and some picks over to Portland. Uh, of course, uh, uh, bringing back Tony Snell, uh, Larry Nance Jr., and and uh, and CJ McCollum. Took a little time for those guys to kind of acclimate themselves, uh, and specifically CJ McCollum, but. This team has caught fire post All Star break. Give me your synopsis on again what is turn, what has turned around for this team?
3: Oh
6: uh, everything's turned around for this team. Their their energy, the chemistry, just the motivation. It, it seems like the attitude and their approach to the day changed. And I know it hasn't really. This team's always been been you know really out there battling. That's how they come back from a one and twelve start. But a month ago, I mean, you had a team that was on the fringe of more more of the twelfth seed than the tenth seed. And, you know, Zion was still away from the team. All that was the negative energy. And you turn around a month later, and this team's got C.J. McCollum. They're catching fire. And now they're solidly in the 10th seed, one game out of ninth. And you might still even see Zion Williamson come back this year. I just read an article about that, how i was talking with some people with the team. It's not out of the question if this team makes the playoffs and they actually get into the full playoffs instead of just a play-in. You could work Zion in and help this team and, and let them finish what they started, and you can still have him starting the playoff game by Good Friday.
0: That, that's amazing. Now, again, this is a huge game tonight. They've had problems with Utah in the past. Uh, it's just not a really good matchup with Gobert. Uh, but this is a game where, again, I, I'll call it a barometer game, a litmus game, where you really see how far you've come. Break tonight's game down between uh, the, the Pels and Utah.
6: Right, this would be like more of a uh, test of the playoff medal. Sure, they should be beating the teams they should beat, like the Lakers and uh, the Kings especially, but this is really going to be a test and show where they're at. If you look at pace of play, you're going to be looking at old stats, so to speak, with this Pelicans team. If you look over the whole season, them and the Jazz, pace of play, they're in the bottom ten. But these last five, six games, the Pelicans have really stepped it up and run some teams out of the gym. And I think that might be a key to a Still a win here. The, the Pelicans are open as a slight home underdog, but they could really go lean into that new pace of play and, and take a win. You also got Brandon Ingram, who I know for a fact has not forgot that that he got a no call or, or Gobert got away with a no call. Then Ingram come back and got him a revenge game. So, I mean, breaking down this this game, you're really going to look at what the Stars can do, but you're also looking at how this team's going to play into their new identity instead of maybe their old identity and that's going to get them a win where, where Utah right now, they, they lead the season series, but the Pelicans can even it up real quick tonight.
0: C.J. McCollum has come in, and, look, the one thing I, I like about him, yes, he's embracing, again, his, his New Orleans. Um, again, I mentioned on the program, I don't know if he had a conversation with Josh Hart or not. Whatever it is, legit, uh, he seems to, again, uh, embrace the fact that he's here, the culture, et cetera, but, again, also – Uh, acquiescing look he's a guy that can knock 30 down uh, anytime he wants but you're seeing him now not just be a guy that can score uh, but also a guy that is facilitating he's a big shot maker and a big shot taker but also at the same time his ability to be able to again um, play with play with, with within the system Brandon Ingram now is more comfortable. He's getting the ball, Brandon, in a lot of places where he can be successful. Uh, you're seeing those guys play off each other a lot now. Uh, and this is just in a short, really a short time span uh, to be able to get that done. Uh, and that's the, what I think has been one of the keys to the turnaround. Again, that C.J. McCollum has, has again, uh, has, has taken a, uh, I mean, – I don't want to say taken a step back, but has, has, again, tried to be able to blend himself with, again, his, his, his supporting cast.
6: Well, right. I've said it about Zion years ago, and I'll say it about C.J. McCollum now. If you can't play with C.J. McCollum, you're probably just not good at basketball. You know that He's just that good. You can work around him. He can work around you. And a lot of it is C.J. getting to play in moments that he's not only more comfortable in, but moments he can thrive in. He explained a couple of days ago how at Portland, you know, he wouldn't be playing at the end of quarters usually. Dame would take over that. And at the end of the quarters is usually when the team's in the bonus and you can get you a few extra free throws. Not say pad your stats, but you know, make it look a little bit more more friendly for the All Star hype and the national media hype, so you can really get some attention. And CJ's gotten himself a lot of attention and really brought the Pelicans back into the you know the good graces of the national media, where they'll talk about us positively, just because of the way he's playing and the way he's standing up for this team, the same way he stood up for Zion the other day when he told the media, "Hey, leave him alone, let the kid grow, let him rehab and come back in his own way." So, seeing his leadership like that off the court before he even took the, just took the court, and then seeing how he's an extension of Willie Green now, uh, you've got to say C.J. McCollum is everything plus some of what we wanted to get out of that trade.
0: Chris, I agree with you. And, and look, uh, a guy that when the offense bogs down, the ability to be able to create his own shot, but also, again, I think an underrated rebounder. And, and look, you look at the stats. He's a facilitator, man. He is passing the basketball.
6: Yeah, he got nine assists last game. I believe that was a career high, if not a season high. Uh, he's also freed Ingram up to do more of just let Ingram beat Ingram. We had a lot of Brandon Ingram trying to be a facilitator. Even Devontae Graham, would he would think about passing before taking a shot, you know, when he was the lead guard. And it kind of it threw him off. So, C.J. stepping into that spot has let everybody else thrive. But you're really seeing who C.J. McCollum is as a player. And I think he's really up in his rep. The same way Drew Holiday upped his rep once he went and got a ring in, mm-hmm. in Milwaukee, CJ's come to New Orleans and immediately gained himself some some more respect from pretty much everybody who didn't know better already.
0: Christopher Dotson of Forbes is our guest. Willie Green seems to figure out his rotation. I was talking about it the other day. You know, bringing Graham off the bench with Alvarado, you're a little bit small, but they figured that out. Um, Graham seems to be having- conference in his shot. Snell, again, is an underrated part of this deal, along with Larry Nance Jr., who we haven't seen yet. Uh, you look at Najee Marshall kind of taking on the role of Josh Hart. I've always said he's like a poor man's Josh Hart. He's playing basketball. Uh, you know, sitting Temple was a good move on the part of, 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 of Green. Uh, and, and it seems that he's figured out his rotation now, which is maybe, again, that was one of the criticisms of him going into the All-Star break.
6: Right, now that we've hired Coach Garrett Temple instead of having Garrett Temple the player, we've we not lost the game. <laughs> so that, that was a great move. And looking at Willie Green, I got to actually interview Coach Ryan Pannon up in the Birmingham squadron. He was explaining how Willie Green's philosophy, his culture, the way he goes about prioritizing what he wants to focus on from the Pelicans all the way down to the, the, the way the squadron plays and the way that some of the guys from the Pelicans go down there and you know they've got to knock off some rust. they still got to play within a role. Uh, sure, Coach pennone has got his own leeway to coach how he wants to, but Willie Green's really taken over this team and and, and instilled something that goes literally from the bottom of the roster for the Pelicans all the way to, the, to Birmingham. And you see this team now starting to – it's paying off for them. They haven't stopped playing the same way they wanted to play. They haven't stopped just battling and trying to really instill what he wanted to do on how they wanted to play. And now they're more comfortable with it and they're just playing instead of thinking about it. I mean, you see this team—they're now one of the top four or five offenses, one of the top four or five defenses since February. It, it's really paying off for this team. It's not only a credit to Willie Green, but it's something he should be commended for.
0: You know, Chris, you mentioned Birmingham, and a lot of people don't talk about it. And and uh, you know, to, to me, um, gave Herb Jones a little bit of um, of. Um, um, uh, confidence. You look at the situation now with Alvarado coming from there uh, and, and playing really well. And, of course, now the sending down of Trey Murphy. And when he goes down again, uh, 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 get you know kind of getting a chance to be able to expand his game. You know, I have no issue with especially the proximity of Birmingham to New Orleans with, again, when you're not playing, uh, sending a Trey Murphy down there and letting him get as much run as you can. Because I think it's only going to help him get his confidence on, on, on the NBA level. Your thoughts?
6: We, we spent a lot of time focused on our other number one pick, uh, first-round pick, Zion Williamson. Trey Murphy, it's going to be tough for him to get minutes going into this playoff push. And that's something I've been wanting to ask Coach and trying to get into it tonight is, how do you balance those developmental minutes versus a playoff push? And, one, blowouts help. Every time you can beat a team by 30, you can get everybody some minutes. But it also helps to have Birmingham right there. So you can send Trey. He plays two games in the G League, but also comes back and gets him a couple minutes and that blowout against the Kings, he can see the differences of the game, what he needs to work on, but it also, again, yeah, as to your point, it helps him build confidence. It lets him know that the team hasn't forgotten about him, and, and it keeps him engaged, and that's going to be a, a big deal for bringing Trey Murphy along as this team gets more expensive is making sure that wasn't a waste of a pick and that they can really coach him up, build him up, and get something out of him, whereas this year it's been kind of a wash.
0: 20 games left for this team. Again, talking about a playoff push. That's where they're at right now. You know, we look at Phoenix a couple years ago in the bubble where they kind of caught fire and then the next year again made their run. I I don't want to compare it to Phoenix again, but it kind of feels a little Phoenix-like right now. Uh, Now, again, that could go down the drain tonight if they lose to Utah. But I got a really good feeling about this team on the second half of of, of the, uh, on the back half of the season with 20 games left. What are your thoughts as they go down the stretch? They got a tough nine game stretch at the end of the season against Western Conference teams, which will be the tail of the tape on, again, where they land up in the standings.
6: Yeah, I mean, they still got the Lakers twice. They got the Spurs. They got a couple of their rivals for the play in. They also got a couple of tests like tonight with the Jazz. Then they travel to Denver to the Nuggets on Sunday. It's going to be tough, but I feel this team, if you look at at the bubble, as you mentioned, I feel this Pelicans team is more Phoenix Suns. They went 8 0 than more of the, the fraud Lakers that won a title. But that was the only time we've ever been good was the bubble. Before then, they were mm-hmm. terrible. After then, they've been terrible. And they really have no chemistry or anything to build upon. Whereas the Suns, you see what they built upon, and now they've they made a finals run. This Pelicans team maybe doesn't have a finals run in them. Same way going to the bubble, the Heat, you know, they made the finals there. This right. Pelicans sure. team feels more like contenders in that set, instead of pretenders the way the Lakers, even though the Lakers won that title and we all hate it we'll get their draft pick this year and we'll be more more of a serious contender the next 5 years than they will be and that that that's why I'll say it. it's more the Suns and Heat than the fraud Lakers that's the yeah. time you
0: get with this team. Uh, I'm with you, Chris, and I'm glad you mentioned that because I've mentioned it to the audience a lot over the last few days. Again, that you know, with the Lakers on, in a free fall right now, they drop out. They're in the, ten, they, they get, they're in the top ten in the draft. That, that pick reverts to the Pels this year. Now, the only way the Pels hold on to their pick is if it's one to five, that means you don't, you don't make the playoffs. And, again, we all believe at this point the Pels are going to make the playoffs, at least a play-in tournament. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You mentioned Zion. Zion, again, this week, there was a statement saying the bone is healing. He's going to begin weight-bearing exercise and basketball, basketball activities, but no word on whether he'll return this season. You feel, come on, again, talking to people inside the organization, that they feel pretty confident that if they do make a run in, in, in the in the playoffs, that he may be available?
6: Right, hey, Working at it backwards, y'all I know the worst-case scenario is we have setbacks, or we're just going to have to wait till next season and be patient. That's maybe not even a worst case scenario. That's, again, just being patient. But the best case scenario, from what I hear, I've heard early March, uh, late March, early April, that would be two weeks or more of this intense training where he's weight bearing, doing basketball uh, activities. Then another two weeks where he's getting incorporated with the team. That gets you to that, that, that second to last Lakers game. You have 10 games left. Maybe you push it back another week. He would still get a game against the Lakers and six, seven games left. You could still work him in. I know Zion hated spurts, but you don't want to break up this team's chemistry. They could work him in as a reserve, let him knock off some rust, and he could still be back for the playoffs. I've heard that it's just not off the table. It's not impossible. It might be unlikely because he's out indefinitely still, and that's not the most soothing word for a Pelicans fan right now is to hear he's still out indefinitely. But it's not off the table. He could be back. It's just all up to him, and it's the two biggest ifs in New Orleans right now if he wants to play here, and if he's cleared to play. If it's a yes but for both of those, it's not off the table that Zion's back before, again, good Friday. He could be starting that playoff game.
0: What's your gut? Does he want to play here?
6: My gut says he wants to play. I don't know if it's here. I haven't talked to him that much. Uh, I feel like right now he just wants to play basketball. It doesn't matter what jersey he's wearing. It could be a pickup game. He, he does love the game. He wants to play. From everything I hearing from around his people – You know, and and reading the books and everything else that's coming out around this. Zion wants to play. He kind of just is tired of all the other around it, the extra stuff around New Orleans. But I think we've kind of killed that. C.J. McCollum, again, credit to him, come in and stood up to a man for Zion after that all-star break when he said that Zion hadn't called. So, now that he sees this team's behind him, I think he does want to play with this team, for this team, in New Orleans. And it, it all comes down to being cleared, and I know he's working on it. I know he's, he's, he's got an intense focus that maybe he didn't have that first year or two the, when you heard the reports that maybe he'd show up five minutes late. All that's mm-hmm. out the window. He, he's focused. He wants to play. I can't tell you if it's exactly here, but the way this team's backed him up, I don't see how he could say no to that.
0: Final question for you. Keys to a, a Pell's victory over Utah tonight.
6: Really, I think it's Brandon Ingram going back out there and reminding Rudy Gobert who he is, this team playing to the, the new pace that they have and not that old pace that they were playing before the trade. And It's as simple as that. Just play to your new identity. Uh, take this test for what it is. You've blown out some bad teams. See where you're at and realize that you've got six weeks to, if you fall short here, you've got six weeks to make it right.
0: Chris, always a pleasure. Thanks so much. Doing a great job for Forbes. Tell us about Forbes. Tell us about how folks can follow you on social media.
6: Yeah, not, not to break that to you, I've just moved over to Sports Illustrated. We've done a okay.
0: whole new site called Pelican Scoop. If you want to check that out. That's I did see that. Is. I did see that. Yes.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where the, the new Zion update, it just come out five minutes before I hopped on the radio with you. We're doing okay. previews, betting stuff. Uh, where with Forbes, I just focused on the money. Now I'm, I'm in there every day. I'm, I'm beat right, and I'm giving you an article every day. Previews, what we're hearing, podcast spaces, stuff like that. We're actually doing a giveaway if you follow along doing some Zion Williamson rookie cards and top shot stuff. So go to Twitter, check out Pelican Scoop, and I'm doing it, dots and You can find out everything we're doing, all the new updates, breaking news, analysis, uh, game preview, stats, anything you want, we're trying to bring it to you.
0: Congratulations on the move, my friend, and we'll check in with you soon.
6: Hey, thanks so much for having me, Eric.
0: Always a pleasure. Again, yeah, I did see that they just opened up. Um, that's uh, Kyle Mosley and the gang over there opened up a new uh, uh, portal now for Pelican fans, Pelican Scoop. Good to see Chris moves over there to be able to take on that responsibility. All right. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline and Metairie. Uh, if you've got an issue with your vehicle. A lot of times you're working during the week, you can't get off. Again, they're open on Saturdays for you. So, again, you get in there on Saturdays from 8 to 3. Uh, and, again, if you got an issue, bring it on in. Remember, the latest diagnostic equipment that you get at the dealership, you got right there at Southern Tire. ASC certified technicians, same as the dealerships. And, of course, again, you don't stick around New Orleans since 1972 as a mechanic shop or a tire shop unless you're taking care of your customers. The Piazza family have owned Southern Tire since 1972. I was 12 years old when they opened up the the place. But, again, Tony does a great job. His family is there. Again, it's truly a family-owned and operated business. The largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. You won't find a larger selection anywhere else. Uh, Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing is available. So, again, something for everyone's budget. So whether you're looking for tires, wheels, maybe your rims are damaged, you need them repaired, or, again, you're looking for a mechanic shop, you can trust. It's Southern Tire. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com to check out all of the service they provide for their customers, including, again, a diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot uh, the issues with your vehicle. Uh, Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire Hickory & Airline in Metairie.
3: Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. We taste at 4 on 106.1 Nash Icon. And available online anytime at NashFM1061.com.
0: This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples Print and Marketing Services help small business print big with wide format signs and banners. Right now, get $10 off custom
4: printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. Offer ends 326. Visit staples.com
0: slash signage for details. Staples, the working and learning store.
2: Delays are going to be heavy if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Power. Delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 westbound from Bonnable to just before the Bonnet Carry Spillway. Look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Also, be mindful of delays that are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keeffe Howard Avenue exit. Also, look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And then delays pick back up westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. If you're traveling along the 310 going southbound, delays are steady from just before St. Rose to the luling Hawnville exit. Look out for an accident on 10 westbound at the Franklin Avenue exit. Also accidents based near North Robertson, also Carrollton at Earhart, Canal at North Solomon, and also South Broad at Poydras. Also an accident, Burgundy at Elysian Fields, and North Durginwa near Esplanade. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center.
5: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers, your community's calling
0: Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday night's hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. All right, you're listening to Inside the Walls. It's the William <laughs> Grant Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product again. Uh all-star lineup with scotches, first of all, Glenfiddich Scotch Whiskey, Grants Blended Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, also Monkey Shoulder. We've talked about it again, Henry's Gym, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka. So many people turning their backs on Russian vodka. Uh, again, uh, why don't you get the purest vodka on the market, Rekha Vodka, made with, uh, from Iceland with Icelandic water. Uh, again, uh, it is a beautiful vodka, uh, great taste, uh, flavor profile that's second to none. And, of course, with... Um, with uh, St. Patrick's State, just around the corner, I bought a little Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Again, um, um, uh, triple distilled since 1829. Uh, I think it's a fantastic Irish Whiskey. It's with the Irish drink. Get out there and enjoy it. Again, also, again, the uh, the bourbon portfolio is uh, fistful of bourbon as well as Hudson bourbon. And, again, don't forget about Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased by, um, in Louisiana. Uh, a portion of proceeds to go to the God Foundation taking care of again military families both active and retired military families wwgotourtrust.org Florida County Nicaraguan rum rounds out the uh, portfolio uh, again all part of the uh, William Grant portfolio independent distillers since 1887 and a proud sponsor of our Friday program all right, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, think Burkhardt. Um, first of all, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation with you, find out, what, again, what you're looking for in terms of generator for your home or your business. They will educate you on the generator. Again, that's what Jason Burkhardt does. He's in charge of the generator sales and service. Uh, so uh, and what comes with that, again, is service after the sale. 24-7, 365 emergency service, single-day installs, financing there for generators. And, of course, that new install quality check after one month, uh, if you're looking for a generator company you can trust, it is Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I want to shift the gears from sports for a minute, and it's kind of sports-related, but it's really not. Um, there was a letter to the editor once again uh, saying that, uh, that the old lease circle should be named after Sean Payton. First of all, give me a break. Okay, give me a break. Please give me a break. All right. First of all, how many of you guys are gonna feel the same about Sean Payton when he when he's coaching the Dallas Cowboys next year? Not this season, but the following season. So come on. Let, let, let's slow your roll there. I appreciate everything Sean Payton did for this for this team, okay? But at the end of the day, he's gonna be coaching a, another team. I'm just hoping that he does it within the next couple of years so they get the Saints get compensation, get real compensation, okay? Uh, that, that's where I'm looking for. But I've said this all along. Every time someone, uh, uh, again, that, that, that was a great contributor to our culture, uh, uh, whether it be a musician, uh, a chef, whether it be somebody from the art world, uh, even, again, a politico or, or again, uh, an athlete, everybody wants to name Lee Circle after it. I said this, uh, again, uh, years and years ago, uh, that, again, it should be renamed Legend Circle. A big fleur de lis, a huge fleur de lis, that again that would be on top of, of the pedestal, again that that can be seen for, again from anywhere in the, in, in the city. Um, make it a tribute to the legends of arts, music, culinary, sports. No politicos. I don't want to see a politico, and do it in the in the way. For those of you that have never heard me talk about this before, but again, steal a little something from. Uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame in Los Angeles. I've, I've been there a few times, and, and I've walked that. Let the sidewalks tell the story of those individuals, okay, the great chefs, uh, the, the, the great individuals involved in arts, music, sports. And, and again, let that circle the, around the, the, the old Lee Circle. Uh, again, look, we got a lot of those individuals that need to be honored. And it would be a great tourist attraction. Look, if you, if you run out of room on the circle, after going around the circle on the sidewalks, lead, even leading up to the circle itself, right, you could use, the, again, the downtown St. Charles Avenue uh, sidewalks. Or maybe, again, you want to keep it in that neighborhood. and Maybe you're headed out toward the old World War, II, uh, the, the, the World War II Museum. But it would be another tourist attraction that would bring people, again, to that area to be able, again, learn more about uh, the great legends of our city. Uh, but it wouldn't depict again one particular individual, Pete Fountain, uh, Leah Chase. Um, you know, you go right down the line, Alan Tucson. You know, we've heard so many again when 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 folks uh, you know pass that that again need to be honored. That again they need to be they need to be honored on that circle, legend circle. To me, makes makes all the sense in the world because again you're honoring all of the legends of the history of the city of New Orleans. Again, whether again it's in the culinary art, culinary arts, music, sports, uh, you name it. And it kind of encompasses all of it. And of course, it would take probably money from, from, uh, from uh, again, nonprofits or, again, from the city to be able, citizens to be able to build something like that. But I think it's much better than, again, every time somebody passes or every time there's a situation, oh, let's name Leaf Circle after that individual. Why don't we get name it for, again, all of the greats that, that, that ultimately came, that, that ultimately uh, was part of our, our city? And a way to do that, again, would be something that would be called, in my opinion, legend circle. With a huge lee on the top of the pedestal, and then those sidewalks that again would depict the history of that particular individual. Something I've talked about in this program for a long, long time. When I saw the the, the uh, letter to the other about Peyton, I'm going, man, let's get out of that. Let's get out of that direction. Let's go in a different direction. That direction to me is uh, legend circle. Hopefully that'll get done. Hopefully again the powers that be will hear me. And uh, that again, that that'll happen. Want to thank uh, Christopher Dotson for joining us on the program. Also want to thank uh, Mike Vazan of Hot Off the Bench Podcast. Christopher Dotson now, uh, again, um, uh, uh, formerly with Forbes. Also want to thank all of our great sponsors. Go to EricAsher.com for a slice of the sponsor sponsor our program. Just click on the icon of your favorite sponsor, and it'll take you right to that particular sponsor. You'll get the hours of operation. Tell you all about their businesses. Also, want to want to thank Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, for joining me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Check us out tonight at nine o'clock on Pelican, ten o'clock on L.A.E. Also, again on, um, on at two o'clock on on the Deuce, and then five p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. It's already up on our social media platforms. Uh, the podcast of this program will be up uh, about twenty minutes after the program ends. We're getting out in about thirty seconds because we're going to take you again uh, to live to. Uh, UNO Baseball, UNO taking on ULM tonight. Have a wonderful weekend, New Orleans. Don't forget about, again, reach for a William Grant product. Uh, William Grant, a proud sponsor of our program each and every Friday. Got to replenish that liquor, liquor uh, cabinet after a Mardi Gras, right? Get out to your favorite spirit store and reach for a William Grant product. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. No Ken Trahan tonight. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful weekend. From the dog cat to the gutter, they all got to go.
3: we ain't we ain't gonna lose no more without a fight better know that right i want y'all to already know now we the people on the
1: fire it's time for new orleans baseball on the privateer sports network